Young Stone. Young Stone. That money vibe. A million times. Running to that money vibe. Let's go. Gotta cut the lights out when it's time to slide. Yeah. Uh, the murderers I hang around, they got me traumatized. The life I live, I see a killing, I won't say a thing. X out the witness on a mission, he won't say my name. Apartment building, daddy hustling, he was selling cane. The bitch I'm dealing with, she hurt me, ever felt some pain. That struggle made me harder, mama getting fed up. Looking out the window, trying to keep my head up. My partner don't take it. is operated and produced independently. The current views and opinions expressed belong solely to the operators and do not represent the views or opinions of Family Flavors, the Slide WBN Inc., its affiliates, its sister companies, or respective companies which these individuals are affiliated or have been previously affiliated. The program's participants, opinions, and content are based upon information they consider reliable, but neither Family Flavors to Slide WBN Inc. nor its affiliates warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be considered as such. All rights to the media broadcaster on this platform belong solely to the copyright owners of said media. Family Flavors to Slide WBN Inc. and its affiliates do not make claims to own the media broadcasted on our network. Yeah.
yeah, yeah. I've been blind for a while now. I just got the key, they let me in, no ID. Doors opening up for me, and now I see. I've been blind for a while now. I've yeah. been blind for a while now. Yeah. I've been blind. Hey. Every single goddamn day, nigga, thank you next to who? Tomatoes, mustard, mayonnaise, nigga better catch up, catch up, catch up Thankful that my head too hard for me to learn my lesson My head too goddamn hard Cause the way I did it worked out fine, ooh, God, you blessed Hey, man, probably ain't believe me No nigga went through hell and back, now he finally on the TV Now nigga don't even give a fuck no more Probably think it's easy, let you know it ain't easy I fuck her like a bathing nigga, she run from the dick like a cheater Go! Two-tone, they be watch on, never see music for a clock I see the way he fucking up the charts, mm-hmm. I wonder if he ever gonna stop And he charge 150 for the verses now, pay it away, never ever drop they notice that a nigga music versatile Wonder if he ever going pop Go! I just got the key, they let me in No ID Doors opening up for me and now I see I've been blind for a while now blind. I've been blind for a while now Let's go! I just got the key, they let me in No ID Doors opening up for me and now I see I've been blind for a while now I've been blind for a while now Yeah I've been quarantined, living with my kids, trying to teach me how to cha-cha For the round, let the door open, now they know that they can't stop me Don't place me in no cop car Yeah, I'm on probation, so it's gas I blow I found love in my bitch, so I don't ask no more I can really sit back, ain't got a pass, no dough All of my brothers get looped, I don't got right with pistols They found them daddy district PTDS, don't you tell me you lost me What Fuck all the rest, and then them bitches are a nominee Go to the head whenever dogs with me die Got me riding till the sun come, blood on my white one. I just got the key, they let me in, no ID Doors opening up for me, and now I see I've been driving for a while now. Yeah, I've been blind for a while now. Let's go! I just got the key, they let me in. No ID. Doors opening up for me, and now I see. I've been blind for a while now. I've been blind for a while now.
her hands all the way behind her back. I be diving when I be diving, she be dick, dick, dick. Well, you finish coming all over my stomach, and babe, could you please stand up? I need your left hand for the grip on my hand, could you please put your free hand up? Well, you finish coming all over my stomach, and babe, could you please stand up? I need your left hand for the grip on my hand, could you please put your free hand up? Your ocean is selling a grip on your pelvis, you know, and I'm weeping, no. Don't need no audience, we had an argument, this is how we made it up. You got that pop inside of your body, the faces you made it, I love how you shake it. You point your toe when I tell you to take it, that dick in your stomach, I don't know no fake, you know I'm a gangster. Watch out, I'm a kiss on your waist, it ain't no way no rubbing our session. I go in the matrix, hold up, I slow up the pace, then I apply the brush. You know what I like, you know how to make me wanna want it. Screaming, come over, jump on it. You know what I like, you know how to make me wanna want it. You riding in dick like you on it. You know what I like, you know how to make me wanna want it. You know how to make me go crazy You know that pussy got power, baby Making me wanna come tear it up You got that power Only knew you got a lot of freaking you, baby. When I 
start in the rain, I pop the roof and the champagne. How Jay said, money ain't a thing. It's been close to few, something even impossible, but it's been between me and you, baby. show we are here y'all know i'm excited y'all know i'm excited it's family flavors it's super bowl sunday i am hyped y'all i just have energy i don't know why i've been at work all day but that's neither here nor there i am happy because i get to talk to i don't know i don't know one of the one of the influencers of the community today if you in colorado you already know what it is her and her husband they like the ruby d and the ozzy davis <laughs> of colorado springs i got miss jennifer smith here today how you doing baby girl doing good what a nice introduction that's amazing <laughs> like who's she talking about us okay great appreciate it appreciate the love no it's all love it's mm-hmm. all love and you know i appreciate what you do and i've been just standing in the wings just like okay i got me a another little role model here because <laughs> you know i came into the station off uh miss regina uh-huh. um and i call miss regina let me forget, i don't forgot her last name child english um, english her last night yeah child she miss regina to me so it's like you'd be forgetting the formalities yeah She's but I'm blessed to even have to be able to say that. But, you yeah. know, I get to meet so many of these strong women out here in the community. We got a lot of strong sisters in El Paso County. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing it more now mm-hmm. than I've ever seen it in my life. And, number one, I just need to know before we get into anything, what made you decide to be so involved in this community? Well, I just have to give the praise to my husband. He is from Colorado Springs. Um, I'm not really a fan of Colorado Springs. <laughs> I moved here when I was uh, 12 and a half, about to be 13. I met my husband in 12, at 12 and 7th grade, Oof. and um, he's always been a great friend, you know. He definitely knows Colorado Springs like no other. Very loyal to the community, and I admired that about him as a kid, you know. And then we broke up after being together at 16. We broke up um, for about eight years. We still stayed in contact. And he talked about moving back to Colorado when we got back together, and I did not want to do it. Coming now, if you don't mind me asking, yeah. where were y'all at the time? Atlanta. Loved Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta yeah. was good to me. I went to college there 11 years, lived in there. And um, at 2008, it tells my age, it was a depression, it's a recession. Okay. No judgments. Be there. A lot going on back then. And so what happened was we had to come back this way because D had to get a job here in Colorado Springs versus Atlanta, because it was busy, but I was always blessed to get a job, so I got one as soon as I got back here, and he wanted to do community stuff, and I was like, Black History in Colorado Springs? Nah. <laughs> I was like, it ain't going to work, and he was like, let's just try, so 2013, we hit the ground running, we're coming up our 10-year anniversary for One Body ENT in May, and um, D had a vision, he was like, I'm going to make sure that people come together in a positive way in the community, he wants to uplift K-Land, that was you know, the neighborhood he's from, and he wanted to make sure that people got along. He wants to make sure that people can do something fun. And Black History was the thing he started with. Um, our 10th year anniversary coming up, February 26th. We'll be doing our, um, our 10th annual at Int Art Center uh, for Multicultural Black History. 
um, very well known in the community because it's consistent. Not because we're better than anybody else, but we're very consistent. If we do something and it works, we're going to keep doing it. We got a lot of support behind us. Um, but that's coming up on um, a Sunday, um, two weeks from today. And we're looking forward to supporting the community with that black history. Um, that's what really made me want to do it is my husband and seeing black history was the first event that we really hit the ground running and made success and went from like 50 people to 100, then 200, 300. We're now we're at 500 standing room only crazy. stargazers. And now we're at in art center. We can hold about 800 people. So we getting yeah, bringing in Rome. If you guys remember Rome, he is black history. One hit wonder. Um, I belong to you. Everybody know that. Every I do know that I song. That's my, that's my yeah. song. I'm so, sorry. We all know that song. Yeah. You're a 90s baby. That, that yeah. was that song back yeah. in the day. Yeah, he will baby. be there at the Black History Program. He said that um, there was something that he wouldn't mind doing. So we're going to have him as our national artist. Then we have Nasaya, who was seven when she came into the program. Then played uh, Michelle Obama at 11, and she's 17. She'll be our host. Um, just hanging out with her today. She's She's a vibe. Her mom has done a great job with her. And she got a, a scholarship to Hampton University. She'll be going Shout there. Shout out to Hampton. Yeah. That's in the top five of where I want my son oh, to yeah. go. Oh, yeah. She got a full ride um, scholarship. Um, shout out to her mom. She always says she didn't do it, but she is the reason why her daughter's really super successful. So, anyway, a lot said about Colorado Springs. Not a big fan of it, but my husband actually is an influence <laughs> for me for coming to the community and making it what it is right now. Now, are you originally no. from Atlanta? Mm -mm. I'm from uh, Louisiana. Not you said no way no. too. You know what? Louisiana's be yeah. like Texans. Y'all yeah. be so proud to say y'all from Louisiana. Well, it's a struggle. I mean, Louisiana, we had to do black history. We had to do community. Like, it's like coming here. It's like, what is that? You had no choice. You go to church, you do Easter, you do Christmas, you do black history program. That's a part of your life. I mean, that's what you did. You know, growing up with blacks, all black schools, all black neighborhood. And then coming to Colorado Springs, it was a culture shock for me. It oh, shook, definitely. It shook me up. Definitely. And D, my husband was one of the first that I met, my friend Stephanie, and their family's from Louisiana too. So it was easy to say, hey, this is what I'm going through, and they got it. They was like, oh, we get this. We know. But Colorado is different. <laughs> it's very different. I came from Baltimore, so I get it. Yeah. Um, it's very much coming from a, a place that's very um, more of us. Yeah. To a culture. place where it's not more of us. Yep. Culture. <laughs> it's definitely mm -hmm. a huge culture shock. Mm -hmm. um, I have so many questions to mm -hmm. ask in this in this moment of literally just everything you mm -hmm. said. So, number one, I want to shout out the fact, and I know you don't know this because this is genuinely our first conversation, mm -hmm. but about a year ago when I decided to start this show, one of the first people I talked to was D because oh. everybody's like, you got to talk to D. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll talk to him. I knew Jim yeah. Jamon. I've been knowing Jamon for years. Yeah. So, I talked to him. He sat there and looked at me, and he talked about you in the mm -hmm. same way mm -hmm. that you sitting here talking about him. Mm -hmm. So, I think that that's absolutely beautiful. He's mm -hmm. like my wife and my wife and Jennifer and mm -hmm. I – Sitting mm -hmm. here having these moments with y'all is very beautiful to mm -hmm. watch how both of you guys you. credit each other mm -hmm. for what we're doing and neither one of y'all. I don't mm -hmm. think, do y'all? like I asked Jamon, do y'all get what y'all are really doing for the city, for the black population in the city? I get it now after 10 years and it's actually thriving and growing and changing. I'm not trying to say we get full credit, all, all glory to God, first of all. Um, but one body ENT, that's what that means. We bring the community together in a super positive way. Um, my husband and I are one body, first of all, and people tend to figure that out quick when they ask me something and they ask him something and we say the same thing like you just said, but also to try to do any kind of divisiveness, it doesn't, it doesn't work. So the main thing is to know that God is first and our relationship is second, but when we did our marriage, we did a one body theme. And that's how it came from our um, actual uh, wedding. And I wanted to laugh at my mother-in-law, who we had separate tables for the, our families. We mixed them together, and we brought our 
marriage up in that like community way, putting everybody together. And so we did it that way. So we started that way for our foundation. We've been married 11 years coming up this year. Go ahead now. So um, same time around the business, we started 10, 11. But at the same so time, hit the ground running. yeah, yeah. D had a vision. He said that we want to make sure we do well when we get married. And so he didn't want to be sitting around doing nothing. But Jemon is also on our board. So he gets one body as well. He understands what we're doing. I don't want to leave that out. He works hard to make sure that it makes sense as well. And he's been in the community forever, too. Oh, he's deep. Yeah. So, <laughs> so between him and D, that's a force to reckon with in regards to community. And we didn't know when we started doing this how much impact we was going to make or the influence we was going to make. We did it because we, had, we needed to. It was a need. And even though I don't like Colorado Springs, I keep saying that. It's like the weather changing up on you. you. Love us, girl. But I do love the people that I that in my circle that I do deal with. I do love them. And that's what keeps me pushing. Um, coming from the Black History Program practice today, shout out to Sarah and Chastity. They were just very, very. I love Chas. We had her very, up there last year. Oh, yeah. Super, like, yeah. Um, the energy that they have. Um, the vibe that they have with the kids and making us laugh and not a dull moment. Between the two of them, being at practice is amazing um, for us family we call it the black history family or whatever we have a good time and um we're so happy to have our program coming up because we've been doing it since november we start black history black friday yeah y'all be planning, so yeah bro. <laughs> like, I already, so, i'm yeah. already like i already know they know what they're doing for juneteenth y'all be yeah, planning. We, we started juneteenth in november as well we didn't start the first year that way we started i think we started in like january and we understood that it needed to be more work because we did it ourselves the first year was our like our juneteenth our even city the did incredible that. way from mm-hmm. the first Juneteenth to the second mm-hmm. Juneteenth and the growth that y'all mm-hmm. has sustained that you could tell one body has sustained and mm-hmm. like it felt like y'all literally just it feels like everybody on one body or at least what the message I get as an outsider mm-hmm. is that y'all y'all learn mm-hmm. y'all are learners like yeah. it felt like everything y'all do the next year y'all be like okay maybe this worked mm-hmm. this didn't work and I know that right. the next year is gonna be better yeah. than ever like yeah. so I, I appreciate that because I'm yeah. like oh my gosh like Mm-hmm. It's crazy that this is happening mm-hmm. in my community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you saying that you guys have been married for, shout out, 10 years. That's a long time. Yeah. But, like, you know, and y'all are 11 years, and you guys started this 10 years ago. And mm-hmm. even the amount of black people have grown in this mm-hmm. city. Have yeah. you noticed that yeah. the population has started to grow like crazy yeah. in the last 10 years? It's changed. And it's good. I mean, the main thing is we normally get the people together in one space. And a safe space as we try to make it, you know. Um, the main thing is to get everybody to understand that they can actually create a space and have a good time without acting a fool. At the same time, learning something. So that's the trick that we do. We get you to learn something, but you're having a good time. And so each event from the Black History, the Multicultural Black History Program, the um, Autism Awareness, National Child Abuse, um, Y'all June pretty team. much have something going yeah. every month. Yeah, we did our um, volunteer brunch in January, so we allowed everybody to come. That's okay. I definitely want to talk. Yes, we'll off camera, I do. Yeah. I'm probably going to shoot you a message because I would love okay. to help volunteer. Okay. Yeah, we do something every month, so um, we're going to get back to our alumni basketball games, which is super fun. People learn by having a family reunion and getting along, um, bringing back those times. That's a really good thing that we do. But, yeah, every month we do something, breast cancer awareness in October. We're going to be doing a spa day for the community in September. My, um, yeah, my Raising Queens with a Mission, our girls group, actually came up with that idea to do it for the community, not just for them, because they've had it for themselves for five years. And now they're double digits, 13, 14, some of them 16, and they want to give back to the community and do it in a way where everybody can actually be a part of it. So we'll do some mental health stuff. We're going to be tapping in a lot of things this year to make it where everybody can feel like they're a part of something, you know. 
Now, you mm -hmm. credit your husband for a lot of the reason that you guys got it started mm -hmm. in this thing. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, woman to woman, mm -hmm. as a wife, now, did you, when he said all this stuff, did you just kind of like, okay, Lord, you know, mm -hmm. as a wife, mm -hmm. this is my husband, I'm going to follow him? Or did you feel like, nah, like, because you, you mentioned you don't really care for this city at this moment. But like I said, we're going to get you there. So it's like, what yeah. was your position at that moment when we said we're going to, this this little brainstorm here, and it sounds like you just had faith of a mustard seed to <laughs> fruition everything here. But right. like, you know, was it more of like that wife calling or was it yeah. just like, no, nah, I like this. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. like, no, absolutely not like this. But <laughs> I said it's to be submissive. And that's the major way. Deal laugh because that's like the most thing that I submitted to since we've been married is his vision for the business. Because I did not. When he said Black History in Colorado Springs, I was here for a few years as a teenager. I didn't, I didn't but like you don't it. have the representation yeah. as well. No. <laughs> no. But I definitely... I definitely knew that it would work because of the loyalty that he has. A lot of people, um, I'll just say, if somebody don't like him, it's something they're doing. I'm just saying because he's a great person. He definitely gets we along with everybody. To have a spouse that comes like yeah, that. he right. gets along with everybody. I mean, and if they don't get along with him, it's because something they're doing. That's how I feel about it because he's he wants a really peace. Nice gentleman. He loves to make sure everybody gets along. His whole thing is to make sure that everybody's happy. And me and Liza from Women of Impact, we joke about that all the time because we're like, you cannot make everybody happy, Smitty. I call him Smitty. <laughs> you cannot because everybody, somebody's going to be mad. Somebody's going to. Mm -hmm. But he definitely loves to see that people are smiling and have a good time, but at the same time behind the scenes. Is you okay? Can I do something for you? He's always trying to figure it out. And I always remind him that, um, and that's where the bulldog comes from with me. If somebody's doing too much, I'll let him know. If he doesn't want to, you know, I'll just let <laughs> him know. Somebody has to. Yeah, yeah. Somebody it, has to. It's not to. a perfect world. And that's what I remind him. But, but I'm, I'm super pumped about the fact that he has that kind of energy because that's what keeps me stable. That's what keeps me sane. And I always like to keep people safe. Sane and stable. That's always my goal when I work with families because I'm a family outreach coordinator by day. I have a real full-time job, so I do so that. it's just family, family, flaming. Yeah. So you have, you know, as we mentioned off camera, you have some daughters. Mm -hmm. So do you see any of them starting to follow into that mm -hmm. same footstep to understand, like, mm -hmm. that calling yet? Or yeah. are they all just kind of, like, helping to help? No, my baby, and which I say my 19-year-old is my baby. She has a, anybody know her, a compassionate spirit like no other. She loves, when people are super crazy, she embraces it. She wants to help. She wants to figure out what's going on with them. She wants to ask questions. She leans into the crazy. Now, my other one, she's a little bit crazy, the 7-year-old. <laughs> so she's stepping back trying to figure out why, what can I do to make the impact. Because she's always came with the punches. She came at two and a half months early, two and a half pounds. She was ready. Yeah, she, she was ready. ready. So she's got the business going, Snacks by Tutu. Now she got a brand so she doesn't have to sell her stuff every weekend like she did when she first started. Now it's like people are like, oh, I'm not going to make that. And they just drop her some coins. So she's got money coming in at all times with her business, and she knows that. But she's very strong. She's over the Colorado Springs School, two minorities in her class. I get it. School's 20 grand a year on the Hama. Keep it up, but right now she got a scholarship. So pray for us, y'all. Pray for Look us. Look at God. Yeah, pray for it for next year. Everybody, anybody that knows me, you know, I'll be hustling. Sponsorships all day. Yeah. I'll repost it yes. for you, girl. I promise. All day sponsorship for Drea. But um, the lady over at the fundraising committee said dollars for Drea. She came up with a little slogan before she left. I think it was her last day. It was Friday. And she said that she likes the tenacity that she has. Not even what her mom has. She was just like, because she's not going to give up. You know, and that's what she does with our business. We know we have events coming up. They know the Black History is serious for us. She's in the program. My baby, which is the oldest behind the scenes, telling me, Mom, you probably shouldn't do that. You should do that or whatever. So we're a team. 
We work together. We rock together. I have a um, stepdaughter that lives in Atlanta. When she comes in town, she falls right in place. She so already knows. family. We're yeah. not playing about this. No. And they all know. It's one body. Yeah. Yep, one body. That's how we get down. And so we're going to bring up women in impact real quick. So how... how <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I love I want to bring up impact, and I love women in impact, because I didn't even know that this was a thing until yeah. I started going to more of the men of influence mm-hmm. um, yeah. events. But yeah. um, when did we start this one? So the thing, reason why it's a thing, because it's underneath MOI. Right. There's no WI without MOI. And that goes back to my husband. There's no Jennifer without D. So the thing about it is when we first started, (laughs) we started that, that's what we do. You know, D started the business and I was right up under there submitting and figure out how to get it done. And that's what we're doing as WI. MOI is a lot. It's a lot of work. They just left L.A. doing some real groundwork, hitting the ground running out there. And WI was just in the forefront just saying, well, we got to jump, well, we got to go. So we'll be going on the next trip with them. Stay tuned for that. But. We basically um, just came back from LA, so mm-hmm. shout out to Men of Influence. For yeah, that. it's a big deal. Um, but anyway, the way that worked out was more so um, we were always doing stuff. You know, even as a wife, as a a, a mother, um, MOI we call it Mothers of Influence, a wife of influence, That's WI wife of influence. So it comes both ways, and we were always in the back trying to figure out how to support them. And I know we were at the um, it was their launch, the MOI launch a year ago me and Liza was taking a picture and I told her behind every WI's MOI because we was doing the work already we was trying to figure out how to get them in order get them organized because they have all these lavish ideas as Liza says I mean that's how it and goes yeah, well, then, yeah. and we'd be like okay not well, today yeah right and that's exactly <laughs> what it came from it stemmed from that and it wasn't going to be where we just have MOI people just would show up to the group and like say you know I'm a gang member or, or whatever and I've changed my life I'm, I'm leaving a legacy for my kids or I want to make sure that they know I'm an entrepreneur now and I'm not shooting up the park no more. Whatever they were doing, they would just come to these meetings and have these conversations. But WOI, we have a couple ladies that are um, affiliated, um, but at the same time, we have the ones that just basically wanted to play cleanup. So basically come in there and say, this is what we're going to do to make sure you guys are successful. We're going to have these meetings. We're going to pay these dues. We're going to make sure that you guys are on time, make sure you're in on time because you guys have lives, you know, because they will have a meeting that starts at 730 and be there to 1 o'clock in the morning, Thanks literally. And, and early early will be 11 o'clock. And Liza will be going to these meetings because she's the liaison between the MOI okay. and the WI. And she come back and tell us what we got going on. So the first cohort that we started was nominated by MOI. Right. We let them take all the ladies um, Kay, um, Natasha, um, the list goes on, Sammy. I mean, they all got picked from the community. So MOI picked, and then the second cohort was they picked us. So we did a WI formational, told them what it was about, say what the expectations were, and they showed up, and they were actually did interview process. It's a real big deal. It's not where you just can walk. Because with ladies, you got to be careful. And that's why I'm asking. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was my not next random. question. So you actually yeah. it's a process. segue into my next question yeah. is what – is the standard mm. for women of or WRI? Mm-hmm. So what's the standard? And mm-hmm. on top of that, mm-hmm. like, what are we looking to recruit to help continue this mission? Mm-hmm. And what's that mission? So definitely, the standard is to make sure we do stuff in decency and order. That's something that we always say. Me, Sharon, and Liza. Sharon is also um, we call it Sharon G. If you guys don't know, um, GD. Um, mm-hmm. She came from the background, but at the same time, she can speak heavy on WI because she has the background of the MOI. So I always tell her that's our MOI sister, for sure. But um, when we talk about it, we say, what kind of ladies are we not looking for? What kind of ladies need to be a part? 
Cause we don't look. It's not Girl Scouts. I always remind them <laughs> we're not scouting. We see what's about. It's the ladies. You want to so, keep it growing. Yeah, right? yeah. And when we keep it growing, make sure that we're making an impact. How are you making an impact in the city? What have you done? Like you right now on the radio, you making an impact. You calling people out and saying this is what we need to talk about. This is important to me. This is important to my show. You making an impact. Because yeah, I love so you us. Make impact. This is yeah. the highlight of my yeah. day. Sitting here talking to you. Yeah. Like. That's the impact. And people don't look at it like that. People make impacts in different ways. One of our ladies is a PTO president at a school. And she said, I don't know how I was picked, but she's amazing. If you can be a PTO president and run these people. Yeah, she's amazing. She does a lot. And she has two children. Her husband lives in a different state. She's busy. She's busy, but she's making an impact. She attends all our meetings. We have meetings once a week. Um, Me, Liza, and Sharon, no matter what, we meet on Tuesdays. And then we do every other. And she's always there first, this lady. I mean, she wants to make the impact. She's anxious. She's hungry. And then we got, so that's one. And then we go to another, which people do know Liza. She owns Expressions. She does a lot. To me, I call her a mogul because she's been here. She's from here. She's like D. They're natives. So she knows everybody. And if they don't know her, vice versa, however it works. But she knows a lot about the city. And she goes hard for Colorado Springs. So when I say I don't like Colorado Springs, D and Liza be like, well, what? I mean, they had <laughs> they to be, crack me. They be ready. I moved to Atlanta <laughs> from Colorado Springs. I was like, it's too, it's too bright out here. I need people who understand what right. I'm trying to say. And I moved to Atlanta, and I love Atlanta. That's yeah. like my home away from home. Yeah. But it's then, I don't know, when I came back to Colorado Springs, I was like, I guess it's not that bad. After all, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they knew it was up, but at the same time, having them, um, and just having them in the circle is perfect for what's going on in the community. But you have different streams of women working together, and we're a sisterhood. We bring different things. I have Kay. She brings presents. I don't know if you know her. Green Dreads, she's everywhere. Everywhere we go, she shows up. That's presence. That's I'm what she wants sure to bring. Yeah, she brings the presence, and that's what she does. Um, we have another girl that does collaborations. She worked for U.S. Bank. Natasha. She's won like 17 awards in the past three months, literally. So it sounds like and you she guys does. are just highlighting yeah. everybody's strengths. Yeah. Yep. And everybody brings what they're supposed to bring on time. We work with a family. Um, I don't know about the girl that got shot at the Citadel Mall. I heard, but I 13. didn't hear much detail about it. Yeah, she was 12, 13 now. Her mom um, had so many people calling her in the hospital. And I called her when she was getting out, and I said, well, if you keep my number, that's cool. I know a lot of people are bothering you about what you that's got going right, on. Yeah. And a month later, she called me, and she said, I don't even know why I still have your number. I lost my phone. She said, but your voice, I couldn't shake it. She's that's like, I heard you work. telling me. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Girl. And she called me, and she was like, I don't know what you do to help, but I remember you saying that if I needed something to call you she said I got a lot of people that's trying to help me right now and so we just took a case all of us had something to offer one WI owns a daycare she had a daycare for her child another WI is a caseworker. she was able to work her cases for another WI Liza did hair she did the girl's hair another one doesn't I mean it just kept going all of us did something for this family we worked with her up until January we just kind of released her because one of our WI is a nurse, so she took her case as a nurse, and she still kind of pop in. But she was her um, part-time nurse um, just to check in on her. She was that for six months. And so we, we went heavy on that family, and we took a break afterwards just to regroup to see what we want to do next. And so our next thing is coming up in March. We'll be doing a, a women's brunch. Um, details are kind of light, but I'll just get you a hint. It's going to be March 12th at Lux Lounge. Marshall, uh, so, <laughs> Latrina, Latrina is one of our honoree WIs. She was selected um, as a WI um, winner of an award. We did when we first started. We picked women that make the impact and don't say anything because Latrina is quiet. If anybody knows her, 
She she moves in silence. I get that. She gets it done. And when she bought Lux Lounge, people didn't even know who she was. I get that. And they was like, oh, she bought the old school. It's Lux Lounge, Lux Daiquiri right Lounge. Off of where, mm-hmm. yeah. Gally. I know, they just started. Mm-hmm. I, like, literally yeah. just there. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. right there by that Safeway off Circle and Galley. Yeah, y'all. it's nice. Yeah. So she's an honorary. So we've been having um, little things there. We had a brunch there just recently, um, our volunteer brunch, and we just had a, um, what was the other WI informational? Our last one we had in um, January, and one of the WI's birthday was that day. So we had a party, like two things. And so now we're about to have our uh, women's brunch on the 12th. Um, we do everything at 633, and that's because our foundation is built off Matthew 633. So everything's. Girl, Miss Jennifer, you make me love you so much more. <laughs> I was such a fan on the outside. Now I'm just sitting here in my fandom right now. I'm just, okay. Yeah, so yeah. So we said Matthew 633. So everything starts at 633. Yep. I yep. love that. 633, our, our meetings, um, unless it's me, Eliza, and Sharon, we just start when we get to get a chance because we meet so much. But 633 is our foundation that we built, so we figure we start everything. And it's tricky because when we have our WI informationals, we tell them 633, they think it's a typo. So we try to figure out who's going to show up on time. Too. Yeah, we, that's the way we get in there. They were like, this is weird. And the ones that don't know, they come early. The ones that don't know what that means, but the ones that come after, we're like, mm, probably not interested. Because things can happen where there's snow on the ground or that your car breaks down, different things you make you late. somebody who's actually yeah. ready to work. It sounds yeah. like y'all just want the ground And running. that's fair. Yeah. So speaking of, I know you got to go to the other side of work, and that's motherhood and family, yeah. so I'm not going to keep you here long. I only have just a couple little closeout questions. The first one is, where can people find more information about women of impact or one body? So or one, of influence. Either way, W I M O I. So where one, can we find that? So One Body is a nonprofit that runs everything. Pretty much, that's mm-hmm. our foundation. So everything's under the umbrella. So if you go to www.onebodyklcc.org, everything's on our website. If you click the link, there's a link for um, W I and Men Influence on that website. You can go straight to the information for that. And then Juneteenth is on there as well. If you want to be a vendor, go ahead and click the link. Sign up immediately. Early bird starts on stops on March first. So if you don't sign up before March first, it'll be double. That is two weeks. Yep. It's it will and, and you what wanna, are our rates starting at for vendors? So it depends on which one. So if you do merchandise, it's five hundred right now, it's two fifty. Okay. If you do food Oh yeah, truck, so y'all want to yeah. get on that now. Yeah. If you if you <laughs> if you're doing a food truck, it's eight hundred. Um, food trucks won last yeah. year, by the way. Yeah. The food trucks was hitting last year. Shout out to y'all. We got a lot of new ones that actually signed up this time. The old ones playing around. They're waiting. I don't know what they're waiting on, but they're going to sign up. (laughs) They are going to sign up late. And then we got the, um, if you're a nonprofit, it's 400 right now. It'll be 200 to be able to get a booth and talk about your nonprofit or informational. If you're running for a campaign, if you're doing anything that's informational and you're not selling anything, it's four hundred dollars half off right now. Okay. So everything is running fifty percent off for early bird, but we're got not two weeks. Yep, y'all. No extensions. Two weeks. But everything's on the website. All the links. If you want to click for the Black History Program, if you want to know about anything we're doing, there's a link. And that's going to be the last thing I want to address with you before you get out of here is that Black History Program because we have that coming up in two weeks as well. Right. So yeah. this is the tenth one. Yeah. This is kind of the 10th one. This is an anniversary a one. And like you explained, like mm-hmm. we keep growing and growing and mm-hmm. growing on that. Yeah. So with this being the 10th one, you keep growing and growing and growing on that one. Do you feel more pressure with that or do you feel more excited to just be able to be like, mm-hmm. no, nah, we just getting bigger and better? Bigger and better because I know the pressure was five years. It's like a marriage. The fifth year, they say, is always the hardest. And I think for our Black History Program, the fifth year was the hardest because we had to figure out what direction we wanted to go in. 
um, 10th year is our anniversary. So it's, spe- it's super special because the kids are coming back. All the kids that were 7, 8, and 9 that are teenagers now, 17, 18. We got one that was 16, did the fashion show. She's 21 now. She's bringing the fashion show back. They're super excited. They feel like they're in charge, and I let them. You want to tell me, like the host told me today, she was like, nah, I work with him. He got it. I'm like, oh, okay, because I will cut you right before the program. <laughs> I definitely will. I and she's like, he got it. So, yeah. But, yeah, they. I, I think we got it this year. I'm not tooting the horn and saying we're better than, but I know that we can do better at anything that we do. But we have definitely made a mark with this, this Black History Program. Ten, the city actually believes. They actually did funding this year for the first time for black. We've been doing it for so long. And they're like, oh, y'all Progress. doing black history about time. No, nope, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We, we, we got it. We, we, we appreciate y'all. We definitely do. So we got to show up and show out because when people give you money, they want to see. Put your money where your mouth is. What you bring in Rome. We're bringing Rome. It's all investments. People want to know that their yep. investment money ain't, yep. ain't what it is. You know. But that national artist will be there. I mean, Rome, like I said, he's black history. Oh, no. He definitely I'm rock was with there. It. You know, I already know. You come out. Singing. I ain't stopped singing that song since you said Yeah, it. and it's a yeah. long song, so it's going to be a little, a good I performance. Yeah, yep. Don't get me started, girl. <laughs> so I'm going to get so. you out of here. So last question. Valentine's Day. I love black love here. Y'all mm-hmm. got big plans. But we you- definitely do. MOI and WI is actually doing something. <laughs> On Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, have something going on, Yeah, we're on doing too. a mixer. So, Valentine's Day uh, is not open to the public because that's why we didn't post it. But that's def- fair. We definitely want to tell everybody that we're getting together with WIMOI, having a family Valentine's Day at the Lux Lounge. It's not open to the community. So, I'm just telling y'all we're having a good time. We're going to think about y'all while we're there. <laughs> <laughs> but Lupia, Lupia um, she'll be having a truck at our uh, event. Lup- Leah's Lupia mm-hmm. um, is partnering with Lux Lounge, all these L's. And so she'll be there serving our food, and we'll have a mimosa bar and uh, for the adults. But the kids are going to have chicken nuggets and french fries. So. They, are, they don't say <laughs> no to that. For some reason, the kids mm, never say no to that. No. It. They're going to be a little – She said, I think she said strips instead of nuggets. But either way, they we was about it. Some ketchup, they be happy. Yep. So. All right, last question. Like I said, I'm a fan of black love. Ten years, eleven mm. years. Mm. How do we do it? I know you mentioned mm. y'all have a solid, solid friendship, mm. but like eleven years—that's not easy to do. Well, we have a lot of friends that are in the double digits. We finally hit the mark after we had already been dating in high school. But um, the main thing is to put God first. People love to say that communication, put God first. But for real, you have to because when things happen. Between your marriage and your relationship, God is the one that you need to talk to. Not your friends that's right. giving you advice, especially the ones that's not married, that's divorced, and they don't get it. People that actually are still married and love Jesus, those are the ones you have to com- have the conversations with. People scared to say Jesus, but when you're married, you got to say Jesus, 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 because guess what? Some sort of <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. To keep you there, yeah, that's your foundation. So do y'all have a marriage mentor? Um, so when we first moved here, we was going to um, Calvary with Pastor Al. Um, and then we started doing a lot of different things in the community, and we wanted to grow a little bit more. So we went over to um, CHOP, and they had a lot of couples at that church. And then the church kind of swelled up a little bit. So we've been liking a little bit of a, a, a change. Yeah, I know y'all said examples, right? Yeah, but we're at Zeal right now. I do love Pastor Brandon. Shout out to Pastor he Brandon. He is amazing. Shout we out met to him Pastor Brandon. personally. He's been um, an amazing person yeah. since I met him. Yeah. Shout out to Pastor Brandon. And his Brandon. wife is amazing as well. We want to leave her out because of course not. Watching them, of course yeah, not. watching them together. Mm-hmm. Him from being from Louisiana is amazing too because yeah, I relate I that. to anything that, that he makes says. So much sense actually. Yeah. We relate to a lot because he said, oh, how I love the name Jesus. And a lot of people don't know that's black history. We used to sing songs. <laughs> 
when we didn't no, know what to do. The first time I met Pastor Brandon, it threw me. I can't even lie to you, girl. He was yeah. like, hi, I'm Pastor Brandon. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, he's super hey. excited. Yeah. <laughs> he stay on 10. He probably be knocked out when he get home, but he definitely be on 10 at the, you know, the church. And whenever we see him, he did our breast cancer event um, over at uh, Story Church. And they're both Brandon. And shout out to Brandon um, Shoop as well and his wife, Jen Shoop, because they are yes, amazing sir. people. I have lunch with her tomorrow. I didn't forget, Jen. But um, <laughs> we have worked with them for the the vending, the vi- uh, the, the place, the venue. Um, and we have been to their church as well. And they are amazing. They're doing a lot of stuff for the city over in K-Land. So the Brandons, I like both of them at the same time. The mentor for us that's solid right now is God, the Holy Spirit, because we do Bible study every day. I don't even know how we couldn't do it with that. I mean, even if and it's, it's crazy because when I minutes. ask a lot of married people yeah. who have the double digits in, uh. mostly everybody says prayer uh, and yeah. keeping keeping God first. It's, yeah. it's crazy Holy after Spirit. that decade how yeah. people really start to say like, "Now you got to keep God first." Yeah, it's the Holy Spirit because He talks to you. People say my um, conscience said this and that. I don't know about the conscience, but I know I understand that. I understand belief. the difference, girl. Because yeah. one wake you up at two o'clock yeah. in the morning and be like, "I got a message," yeah, and I'd be like, yeah. "Lord, you know, I got to be up, yeah. but." Yeah, okay, I'm tap, listening. Tap, tap, tap in. <laughs> better tap in. I'll even tap into other stuff, but you better tap into what he's saying. But, yeah, but our parents, I have to go back to them, too. They've both been married 42 years. Wow. And um, these parents are younger than mine. They married at 17, 19 with kids. My parents were 27, 29. So about a 10-year difference. But at the same time, they mentor each other. Um, we have something to say about each other. They will go back to each other. Let's go back and talk. You know, we're not having a conversation that's not going to make sense, no divisiveness. Our parents are really big on making sure we communicate, but also pray, like you said, and hear the word of God and what he's telling us to do. Don't be checking in on friends, checking on what God is saying first. So mom be always saying, don't do it. Let me let you talk to talk to you soon. Yeah. I need to talk to you again, girl. We got to dabble. Yeah. We got a taste today, y'all. I got to talk yeah. to Miss Jennifer Smith. I am so daggone enlightened. Yeah. It is ridiculous. And I am inspired. But we got to let baby girl go because she has a family. Y'all know I got my one child. I don't do the family life. <laughs> that seems exhausting. It is a lot. If it's not your calling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you right about that. Yeah. Follow so your calling. So we let her go. Miss Jennifer, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, thank you so much no for coming problem. today. And like I said, we yeah. got Ruby and Ossie. So next yeah, week, I get to get Mr. D. Smith in here. We get yeah. to get the other half in here. Y'all know I'm excited. We talking about MOI next week. We talking some more about men or one body next week. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited that for everything Thanks that y'all have going us. on and for what y'all are doing for the community. And mm-hmm. like I told you off and on camera, I'm a super fan. Well, thank you. So thank Appreciate you. you. And while you don't really love Colorado Springs yet, <laughs> yet it's still the, I'm going to get her. Mm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like know that what y'all are doing is making a huge difference from everybody, from the littles all the way up to me. We didn't have this 20 years ago. We didn't yeah. have this 30 years ago. Mm. And what y'all are doing is really changing the community. And well, I can't help but appreciate Appreciate that. So thank you today, Miss Jennifer. Thank you for paying coming. attention. We appreciate it. Girl, how can I not? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna go to break real quick. When I come back, you know we gotta talk about black news. We know we gotta talk about Super Bowl a little bit, a little bit, because I don't understand the game. I'm a snack girl. <laughs> but you know, we gotta talk about it because it's here and it's now at this moment. So we're gonna be back, y'all. Give us a few minutes. Family flavors to slide the Tiffany Denny show. Good job. Love talking to you. Mm-hmm.
got freaking on, baby, know the game, slip away, slap me your number, it's the last day in spring, see you first day in summer, I'm a bad mother, shut your mouth, pull a drop out, creep at a low speed, cause homie probably know me, I push the pedal, thoughts of your stiletto, way up in the air like I think he's here, cause he, every time that I'm alone with you, homie be checking up on you, <laughs> but if that only knew, you got a lot of freaking you, baby, when I start in the rain, I pop the roof and the In and out my life 
crack hits your eardrum like a slug to your chest. Like a vest for your Jimmy in the city of sex. We in that sunshine state for the bomb amps be The state where you never find a dance floor empty and pimps be on the mission for them greens. Lean, mean, money making machines serving fiends. I've been in the game for 10 years making rap tunes. Ever since honeys was wearing sassoon, now it's 95 and they clock me and watch me diamond shining. Looking like I'm Rob Liberace. It's all good. Y'all, it is your girl Tiffany Denny. We are back with the Tiffany Denny Show. We just had an amazing interview. Y'all already know it's going to be a part two of that interview. How could it not be a part two of that interview? But we had an interview with Ms. Jennifer Smith, and next week we got her husband, D. Smith, and we are talking about One Body Entertainment. We're talking about men and influence. We're talking about women on impact. We're talking about the community, and if you mean the community, the community right now is El Paso County and Colorado Springs, Colorado. So, what's today, y'all? Now, I got to be honest. I don't understand football like that. But as an American, I understand the importance of Super Bowl Saturday or Sunday. 
See, but I'm not a super, like, I'm not a football girl. So what do you do when you're not a football girl? Like, I don't, I'm a snack girl. So like, usually, you know, you have your, your male or your counterparts who like football and they're in front of TV. I'm more of the girl who's in the kitchen making pizza rolls. Like, I just, I'm not saying I don't understand football. I understand that when the guy runs really fast to that yellow wide thing, that's the end zone, right? that we're going for a touchdown. But, see, I like things like baseball and basketball. It's easy, okay? Like, baseball, hit the ball, make a home run. Like, it's not hard. Basketball, one, two, three points. Not hard to follow. Like, football, it's just there's one-point stuff, two-point stuff, three-point stuff, seven-point stuff, six-point stuff. Like, why? Who made this game up? But I know as an American, that is a very, very un-American thing for me to say. <laughs> we are a football country, even though our national pastime is baseball, which you'll way more likely catch me catch a game of live, not in person, because baseball in, like on TV is so, so boring. But you, I, I don't know. I get it, I guess, maybe. Just, I don't know. And then on top of that, they just, the whistle blow every 20 seconds. Like, you don't ever get a playoff. So, either way, <laughs> it's neither here nor there. Um, what we are going to talk about is we have Kansas City Chiefs. We have the Philadelphia Eagles. I do know teams. I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. Say what you want. I don't care. We got our rings, so you can do what you want. But, yeah, you know, and then we already understand that, like, if, the Baltimores don't make it to the Super or if Baltimore don't make it to the Super Bowl, then it's kind of in, in Baltimorean nature to root for the for Philadelphia. Cause they're kind of like our sister city. So I'm not saying that I'm rooting for Philly, but because Kansas is our neighbor in Colorado, I'm kinda stuck. I'm kinda stuck. I ain't even gonna it's like it's like fifty five forty five. I'm stuck on who I want to win. The fifty five is the Eagles, just because you know, like I said, I'm an East Coast girl. So, you know, you got to show a little East Coast loyalty, but I'm in Colorado now, and Kansas is a neighbor to ours, and I love Kansas. They're like, I don't know. If the United States is the United States and Canada is like our friendly little brother, that's how I feel about Colorado to Kansas. I feel like Kansas might be like our friendly little sister because they are a really, really nice time or are nice people. So shout out to that. I'm still bitter that the Ravens didn't make it, but it happens. And we already know. I don't want to sound stereotypic, but let's be real. I was at work today. I got to talk to a lot of customers, and it seems almost like, and I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to say it seems like a football game is interrupting a Rihanna concert. And, yeah. <laughs> You know what? I'm excited to see Riri do something, though. You know, she's been taking her break, and she's worked hard. I don't think people realize how hard Rihanna works. Rihanna be working her behind off. So for her to take this break and just become um, a beautiful mother and to take the chance to just live her life for a second is amazing. So I want to go ahead and just shout out to that. But also Shirley Ralph. Shirley Ralph got to sing at the Super Bowl, bitch. Who? You could have never told me Shirley Ralph. 
was going to be singing at the Super Bowl when I was a little girl. Especially, Miss, singing does not pay the bills. And if you don't know that line, then I don't know. I'm not going to say you don't understand the culture, but you should know that line. That's Sister Act 2, by the way, when she was Lauryn Hill's mama. That's why you should know that. So to see, you know, a woman like that, and she's just growing. I don't know. Like I said, I admire the hell out of strong black women. So shout out to Shirley Ralph, you know, um, for being able to take time to perform at the Super Bowl this year. That's that's beautiful. That's inspiring. I don't know. I feel like her and Angela Bassett are like the aunties that I got to always watch myself around. Like, I got to always act like I got some sense because they could be watching. <laughs> um, and so, what else have we had going on in the community? We've had a lot going on in black news and in the community this week. Um, number one, did y'all catch this black farmers story that we have going on in Colorado right now? Because, and not just Colorado. So, let me just... Let me not just say Colorado. It's El Paso County. And that's the stuff that irks me. Because I be different when it be like Colorado. Because if you live in Colorado, this is a big state. A huge state. And there's only about three or four major cities in Colorado. Where it's like, okay, maybe five. You got Colorado Springs. You have where I'm at. So, of course, I named that first. Denver is what we're known for. Pueblo also has a strong capacity of people. And then we have our, our tourist place. We have Aspen and we have Wreckenridge. But um, Colorado is a big state. But other than that, it's a bunch of small little towns. So, I, I get, I don't know. I don't know. It's only a few of us who have places that have over 100,000 people, though, is what I mean to say. So, with that being said, we have a story that's going on in El Paso County right now. This happened a few days ago where a black Colorado rancher is arrested after alleging racism, harassment, and vandalism. And not alleging. Y'all should see the pictures. It was racism, harassment, and vandalism. Like, it was just, it's, it's the most. And Why? So, shout out to Courtney and Nicole Mallory. They own a ranch. It is a thousand acres on the eastern part of the county, which is what? Is that downtown? Somebody call and let me know. 719-300-7936. I know I live in southern El Paso County. <laughs> but either way, he had already been claiming racism. So, this family in El Paso County has already been claiming racism. They've already been claiming that there's a problem. And this is the problem that I have with our country in particular, is that it feels like racism is continually dismissed. And then when things get elevated, we decide that at that point, oh, well, this is something that we should have just... Like, it's just, it's, it's very frustrating, to say the least. So, basically, this family, Courtney and Nicole... It's saying that they're stalked, they're harassed, they're chased, they're followed, and they spray painted the N word on them on their on their property. And this would be less believable if this week I hadn't personally witnessed elementary school kids talking to me about racism that they had incurred, and they didn't even realize that they were talking to me about racism. Like they realized that there was an issue in the same way when I was a child, I realized that what people were saying to me weren't right, but if y'all think that racism is dead, y'all really don't know the stuff that y'all, that y'all kids be saying. And I, I say that to the colonizer spirit of people. Like, everything that y'all say at home, them kids go back and tell their black classmates at home. And I'm saying this from five, six, seven, eight, nine. 
So it breaks my heart because we don't have a lot of black farmers out here in El Paso County. We don't have a lot of black farmers in general, let alone in Colorado. So when we have one, especially in El Paso County, which is supposed to be one of the more liberal, well, I don't know, we're conservative ass county. But either way, it's not, it's not cool. It's not cool because these are the same people who would love to tell you that racism doesn't exist. So I'm not okay with it. I don't like it. Shout out to Mr. Courtney and Ms. Nicole who had to deal with all of this racism in our backyard. This is our backyard, y'all, like right here. So excuse me, y'all. But yeah, so I don't like that. But you know, I had to tackle it first because that's right here. Um, but on a positive note, let's talk about Miss <laughs> Autumn Lockwood. So Miss Autumn Lockwood is the first black female coach to make it into the Super Bowl. And, and, and she with the Eagles. So that's another reason why I got to go for the Eagles, y'all. I don't even – I love Kansas as a state, but I don't know. Maybe I got y'all baseball season because Kansas don't – they don't have a basketball team. There's no Kansas City nobody, is there? Y'all help me out with that again. So y'all make sure y'all hit me up, Tiffany uh, Tiffany the Godmother or 719-300-7936 because I need to know, like, these questions. I be having burning questions. So, Kansas City, do they have – oh, Kansas City getting their ass whooped. I just caught the store. story. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. But the score is 14-24 to the Eagles, and we are in halftime, which means at this moment, your girl loves y'all so much that we are talking about what needs to be talked about in the culture, in the community, and I'm not seeing my Riri, but the beauty is is that we are in the day and age where I can definitely, definitely, definitely see it again by the time I get home. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's beautiful. But, dang, I didn't realize Kansas, I mean, if you're not ready, you're not ready. Let me stop, but go Eagles. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, y'all. What else do we have to talk about? We have, um, did y'all know that there was a Miss Wheelchair pageant? I didn't. There's a Miss Wheelchair pageant. So, um, I'm not in any way putting any type of energy on that as far as like that. I think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. I've never seen it. So that's why I'm just like, oh, wow. I didn't know that we had a Miss Wheelchair, a Miss Wheelchair pageant. You have to articulate with those type of words. But yes, and then shout out to Baby Girl. So we had our first black woman who won that as well. And she's from where else? PG County, Maryland. And then if you're not from the East Coast, that's Prince George's County. And if you are from Maryland, and you're not, and you're from Baltimore, Prince George's. I'm not gonna say they one of the bougie counties, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but either way, there was 35 contestants. Um, a shout out to Miss Sandra Smith, who became the first Black um, wheelchair pageant winner. I think that's beautiful. And if you see her, she's absolutely gorgeous. So that's what's up. I think that it's beautiful that we even have those type of pageants because things like that shouldn't stop anybody from feeling beautiful. So I definitely, definitely, definitely had to speak on that. Um, and then did y'all hear about Ricky Smiley? And I have to bring this up, too, because Ricky Smiley is one of my favorite comedians. And he's also a comedian I grew up with. And he's also an HBCU grad. And anybody who knows me knows I love me some people who graduate from HBCUs. But um, his father, or his son, um, lost his life this week. And, you know, prayers needed because he doesn't seem like he's taking it well, as you wouldn't. You know, Regina King, um, another royalty in Black Hollywood, she lost her son. Um, not too long ago, and um, we got to pray on these black boys, y'all. 
We do. We really have to pray on our black men. We have to pray on our black princes. We have to pray on our black boys because um, this country is not meant for them. This country is not meant to make sure that they succeed or anything like that. So, yeah, make sure that we're praying on our young black boys, our young black lives, and all that thing because I promise you, they it's 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 almost like an attack sometimes with them. So, yeah, there's that. So, one more thing that we're going to talk about before I go to break really quickly. And then, once again, the Eagles are winning on the Super Bowl, if you didn't notice, even though I don't understand the game. <laughs> Is that, as a hip-hop head, um, I have to announce that um, True G, the, the, the dub, I'm getting my words all type of mixed up, from De La Soul, did pass away today at 54 years old. Um, if you don't know De La Soul, then I ain't gonna say you don't know hip hop, but like you don't know hip hop. <laughs> but De La Soul, you know, we talking late eighties, we talking early nineties. They're one of the the pioneer groups. They're one of the great groups, and um, that hurts because we just lost. We lost another legend in the game, and you know, it's weird to be in twenty twenty three and me being in my we're gonna say early thirties and watching these people that I grew up with kind of like die. I won't say kind of like that's fillers because that's really what I mean. They just die. So, you know, and then De La Soul, De La Soul had more music that was premiering. And it was premiering on Spotify. It was premiering on Apple Music. So they really did have, you know, plans and they were still working. And, you know, it was a lot because they did have a lot of issues with Tommy Boy. And if you don't know about much about Tommy Boy, they were the record label that signed Naughty by Nature and Queen Latifah. So, um, rest in peace <laughs> to True G the Joy. Or the, where am I getting this from? But, yeah, that's probably why. The Joy. But the dub um, from De La Soul. Um, 54, when you're younger, it feels like old but when you get a little older, you realize it's too young to be out here dying. So, um, they haven't released this cause of death yet. But all I got to say is, black men, take care of yourself and make sure that we continue to play, on these, play and pray up these black boys so that they can be successful black men. We're going to hit commercial when I come back. We're going to get y'all on some updates. And, you know, I'm going to continue with what we got going on. It's your girl Tiffany Denny and the Tiffany Denny Show. And I will be right back.
it's got a funky beat, and I can bug out to it.
Lord Sway. Certified everywhere, ain't got a printed resume. Take out LA. Talk crazy, I pull up underlay. RP to Nate, dog. I had to regulate. Pocket rocket fire, watch him disintegrate. It's a short load, can make none to illustrate. Third line state, all on my dinner plate. Your main beat, cause she wanna make a sex tape. Rich nigga, I can never be a broke nigga. Broke nigga, I can never get along with him. Always been hated since a little always. It's forever pushing nigga, gotta deal with it. Broke, stand to the left. My rich, stand to the right. Lil' mama, she keep looking at me. I'ma knock, 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 knock you out like, white like. Hit it with a left, hit it with a right. I'ma knock, 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 knock you out like, white like. Hit it with a left, hit it with the right. I'ma knock, 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 knock you out like, white like. Yeah, yeah. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Rumble, young nigga, rumble. Lil' mama want a nigga like me in the sheets. Ice cube, knock it out like Debo. Now, who's that talking that gangsta shit? Ain't somebody gon' kick you out. In the club, I better make a thunderstorm. Let them know that it's a whole lot of cash. Fuck rich niggas on the right all night. Rich niggas, broke niggas to the left by yourself. Fuck a deal. Now who the hell just said that the roof on fire? Call 911 like what club? Go. Broke, stand to the left. My rich, stand to the right. Little mama, she keep looking at me. I'ma knock, knock, knock you out like fight night. Hit it with a left. My hitters, the criminals trying to get to the imminent. Little mama say that she innocent, but she's looking my children. I got my ash and diamond dancing, me go gain in the building. Make it clap, let me know ya. Young rich hitter, on the car talking to old bro. Bottles in the view, while I stand on the sofa. I don't speak your language, broken knees, I thought I told ya. Screw what they be smoking, no hookah, my hitters balling like Buddha. Pull up in the double, like go scare your Freddy Krueger, flooded from Mueller. Bro, stand to the left. My rich, stand to the Mama, she keep looking at me. I'ma knock, 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 knock you out like fight night. Hit it with a left, hit it with a right. I'ma knock, 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 knock you out like fight night. Hit it with the left, hit it with the right. I'ma knock, 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 knock you out like fight night. All right, you guys. It is your girl Tiffany Denny. We are back with the Tiffany Denny Show on Family Flavors of Slide. And before I even get started on everything, let me go ahead and give y'all a reminder of everything that we have going up. Because you already know, we got shows, y'all. And we got shows, and we got more shows. And then on top of that, the beauty of it is that none of our shows are the same. So we have, first of all, I'm going to start with my favorite show outside of my show, because my show is the ish. We got Femme Fatale on Friday. Shout out to Sage, who y'all just saw. Um, she's here every week for Finn Fatale. Finn Fatale is definitely my favorite show that we have on Family Flavors of Slide. We have that every Friday from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. And, I mean, you want to talk about just straight up unadulterated female opinions, thoughts on life. I love it because not only do I get to listen to it from a female perspective, but I also get to learn. You know, the beauty about female fatale, or Femme Fatale is that it's, more than one woman it's four or five women so it's such a learning experience to see how everybody feels their thought processes all that stuff so Finn Fatale is definitely one of my top 
tier shows of the station because, like I said, you get you get the real. You get the real, and I always like the real. What else we got? We got Motivation Mondays with Mr. Ron. Mr. Ron came on the show last season. Mr. Ron is amazing. So shout out to Mr. Ron. He does Mondays 9 to 10, 9 a.m. to 10. And his show is just what it's called, Motivation Mondays. You go back, we're going to repost that show soon where we had him and he gave us wonderful advice about life, about money, about finances, black people and home ownership. So shout out to Mr. Ron on that. We got Be Encouraged, Mr. Frank Sinclair and Miss Lisa. That is at 11. So that's literally right after Mr. Ron's show. So if you need a show, if you need a segment, and this is the perfect start to your week. If you need a segment that's just going to help you feel uplifted, help you feel motivated, help you feel like you're really ready to accomplish any and everything, then you need to realize that, like, Mondays, you got to tune in, baby. Nine to one, you should just be listening to nothing but Family Flavors because that is the segment that will just make you want to do better. (laughs) Shout out to Mr. Frank Sinclair. On Tuesdays, we have the tea with Barbie and the Barbs. Five to seven, it is the evening show for a reason. Y'all want to make sure y'all tune that in. On Friday, we got Royal Smoke with Queen. And y'all already know we have Queen on the show. Queen is one of my baby girls, you know. She a local fashion designer. She's just as free-spirited as she wants to be. I love her. So, you definitely want to make sure you tune in, tune in to Queen's show. And then, we already got on Saturday, we have um, What's the Law, which is a show that's also very imperative that you catch because that literally just drops gym after gym after gym so make sure you tune in that and then you already know you kick your weeks off with your girl five to seven tiffany denny the tiffany denny show so this is the station that you want to tune into and you already know you can find more information about it on family flavors the slide and you can find out information from me it's your girl, Tiffany the Godmother. You can find me on social media, Denny the Godmother. And if we close, close, you'll find me on Facebook, Tiffany Denny. <laughs> but I'll just be adding folks. So I don't think we just that close, close. <laughs> Either way, like I said, it is football Super Bowl Sunday. It is big. It is big. It is the Philadelphia Eagles. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. Last I checked, the Kansas City Chiefs were getting that behind handed to them. And we were dealing with Rihanna's concert. And I'm just waiting for, you know, nothing at this point. Rihanna's having her concert. So, I'm not going to say why I go back to the game. But unless Kansas City has, like, a change of heart or a change of mind or, like, a change of energy, then um, it's not looking good. It's not looking good for them. So, if you bet on Kansas, number one, I'm sure the odds were real. So, I'm sure, what is it, probably, like, three to one odds or something if you play, if you if you bet for Kansas. But, You'll probably get paid, but not today. <laughs> We're going into quarter three now. It's I don't know. Hopefully Kansas King they they had a excuse me a pep talk during their halftime show. <coughs> so one more time. All right, we're good. Okay, we're good. To help kind of I don't know fix this because this is not not. Mm, not a good look <laughs> all right and then also let's talk about the beauty of this super bowl so this super bowl we have Jalen hurts of the eagles and we have patrick Mahomes of the kansas city chiefs and they will be making history because they're going to be the first 
two black QBs at a Super Bowl together. Now, I don't know a lot about football. I'm sorry, y'all. But I do know that black quarterbacks don't just come every now, like, every day. So, shout out to them because this sounds really, really, really amazing. And um, if Jalen Hurts wins for the Eagles, then, like, this would be the first time in, like, almost a decade since Russell Wilson with the Seahawks, like, 10 years ago. So I'm rooting for both brothers because no matter what, I'm like Easter Ray, bitch. I'm voting for everybody black. I'm rooting for everybody black, and that's just the end of the statement. So, um, yeah, but only in eight, only eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight QBs have started in a Super Bowl. So this is history. I don't know why. I don't understand. I kind of understand because in the 50s, when they were still integrating basketball, they were trying to talk about the intelligence that – Black men had in conjunction to other men, but I don't know. History has told himself on that one, so you already know. <laughs> but shout out to that. Um, who y'all going for? I need to know this. Who are y'all going for? Seven one nine three zero zero seven nine three six. Let me know who y'all rooting for. Like, cause yeah, and hmm, I'm excited. But I already told y'all from Be More, so. It's in be more nature to root for our neighbors, and that is Philly, unless we play in them. <laughs> but some things I found out today, I found out that the Grambling Tigers, so um, shout out to Ms. Jennifer Smith, who's from Louisiana, she just stopped by. But did you know Grambling, which is in New Orleans, um, that's New Orleans, right? Either way, it's Louisiana. They were the first black marching band to perform at the Super Bowl. They were... Uh, or they were the first marching band to perform at a Super Bowl, period. The first Super Bowl in 1967. 1967? God damn. 1967. <laughs> um, Lionel Hampton became the first black artist to perform uh, at a Super Bowl halftime show. And real quick, because I don't feel like I've ever heard Lionel Hampton in the conversation. Lionel Hampton is the truth. So make sure that you guys take your time and research who Lionel Hampton is. Five years later, we have Franco Harris from the Steelers. It sucks because... Why is it the Steelers? But anyway, <laughs> he was the first black player to win a Super Bowl MVP. Doug Williams was the first black quarterback to start and win a Super Bowl ring, and this is in 88. So this is crazy. This stuff is not long ago, y'all. In 2007, Love Smith and Tony Dungy became the first black head coaches. I remember that. I remember when Tony became that. Like, it was a big deal. So we have to understand that, like, as us, we still haven't first, which is crazy for a country that's 60 years old. But either way, shout out to both my brothers today, both my QBs today. This is super exciting. I'm going to go ahead and check the score, the score real quick, y'all, see if anything happened since we started back up. Did not. Kansas City still losing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing because they're losing. It makes me sad. Kansas is our neighbors, and they've been very quite friendly to us. Um, But, yeah. Um, so, other things we have to talk about. So, we still have so much happening in this city. And it's crazy as, like, a black person to see us grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. But it's, it's absolutely 100% beautiful to see. So, you know, shout out again to Ms. Jennifer Smith and Mr. D. Smith, who will be here next week. They have so much going on um in this city for us um like miss jennifer said we have mental health programs going on 
We have um, breast cancer awareness going on. We have the multicultural event that will be happening here in two weeks um, at the ENT Center in or in uh, Colorado Springs. But the ENT Center is definitely going to be hosting. It seats eight eight hundred people, so there is absolutely, and I do mean absolutely, and I do mean absolutely, no reason why you shouldn't be there. <laughs> we gotta be there, y'all. We gotta support each other. We're a family out here. We have family out here. It's important. It's important. And we have people out here who care for representation. We have people out here who care that we're involved. And what we got to do now is care that we're involved. We have to care. We have to care. The community, the black community in Colorado Springs ain't nothing but this big. It's 3.4%, I believe, 4%, something like that. It's super tiny, so we have to care. Now, the last thing that I'm going to get us off on before I get up out of here today, because this is, I don't know, I don't want to say it's happy news. It's not happy news, but it is definitely, I love the perseverance and the the fact that we are being persistent in the Emmett Till case. And Emmett Till died 50 years ago. And um, he died because he allegedly allegedly <laughs> whistled at a white lady. Um, he was 14, 15 at the time. She went and told people that he allegedly whistled at her and they mutilated his body. They tortured him and they put him in the river to the point where he wasn't even recognizable. So, fast forward 50 years where, you know, the alleged woman who claimed these things um, gets to live her life in peace, knowing that she took a 14-year-old black boy's life. And y'all gonna always hear me have a certain energy about that because I do have a black boy at home. She's basically saying, she comes out and says, I lied. What do you do? Cosby still get persecuted for stuff he did 30, 40, 50 years ago. But this lady here blatantly lies to the system, gets this boy... Killed in a way that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. And I don't know. Like, I get old people should be old and elderly should be elderly. But, like, I don't get it. Shouldn't you pay for it? So, at this point, the cousin of Emmett Till is seeking a lawsuit um, for her arrest. In, in a statement. Because at the end of the day, like, I understand both sides. You got to let people rest. But this was heinous. And this was horrible. And you're still really getting ready to die peacefully in your life, taking a teenager's life. And I understand why there is a lawsuit filed. So we're in Jackson, Mississippi. The cousin of Emmett Till is suing um, the white woman for the false claim that led to the kidnapping and torture and brutal lynching of Emmett Till. And I hope they get everything they deserve. At the end of the day, I can't blame anybody for not wanting this to be pursued. I can't blame anybody for not being happy with this lady just resting peacefully. Because it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. And if you look at the majority of black bombings and destruction in this country towards black cities, it has been usually over the allegation of a Caucasian woman against a black male. So, and it still happens. So... While I'm all for the elderly dying in peace, like, in situations like this, nah. Because female to female, I don't have no instance where I ever lied on a nigga to the point where it was going to get him kidnapped, tortured, killed, and lynched. Like, what? And even if you don't think that, how could you not think that, though, in the 50s? Because in the 50s in the South, like, it literally took you making eye contact with somebody that was white to make them want to hang you. So, 
Yeah. So I hope that they get this lawsuit right. I hope she gets arrested. I'm not holding my breath, <laughs> but I hope it happens. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap it up for today. We had a great show. I had one of my favorite interviews. I am so psyched that I got this interview today because, like I told y'all, I already know I am a queen who loves being in the presence of other strong queens. So shout out to Jennifer Smith. We're going to have D. Smith here next week. We're going to talk about one body. We're going to talk about MOI. And we are going to get more into what we got going on in the city of Colorado Springs and El Paso County and everything else. Y'all already know I'm here for the culture, with the culture, by the culture, and for my community. So I'm going to keep you updated for that as well. All right, y'all. It's your girl, Tiffany Denny, the Tiffany Denny Show on Family Flavors and Slides. You already know y'all can find us on social media, Family Flavors, 